Welcome to 104 Days, a Phineas and Ferb companion podcast. I'm Callie. And I'm her dad. And this is episode 18, I Robot. So this is the one where the boys make robots to build their inventions since summer for them is shorter. Right, Here's but my otherwise they're afraid s- they're going to run out of time in the summer. Here's my theory about summer. We have a year or like nine months of school and we get like... Half a month of a summer break? No, you get three months. Since when? That's the way it's always worked. Nine months versus three months. Mm -hmm. Nine months of work going to school a few hours a day and then three entire months of doing nothing at all. It's a pretty good deal. I don't get nearly that much paid vacation. The episode title here, I, Brobot, is naturally a play on the classic... Isaac Asimov story, I, Robot, because they're making robots. Has nothing else to do with that story, though. And the the robot theme also plays into the song. Been the Jordan robots, been the Jordan robots. See, I didn't even have to ask Callie to sing it for us. Yeah, that's what's a pretty good one, Finn and and Furbots. On the... Formula scale, though, only 4.5. That's the, the lowest, that's tied for the lowest we've seen. It's missing half of our normal things. The things that we do have are Where's Perry? Linda went to get some pictures developed. There was a song. What was the song? The Androids and Furbots. There was the jingle. You don't even need to, like, sing it. You just need to say... Fin droids and furbots. Fin droids and furbots. Plus, you can't help it. You, it just. I may have to rename this element of the formula to just Doofenshmirtz's greeting because he almost always says something to Perry. It's not always Ah, Perry the platypus. Last time it was Perry the platypus, and this time it was Oh, hi, Perry the platypus. Thanks for using the key I gave you instead of breaking down the door. Yeah, this was going to be my number three, but it wasn't that funny. It is funny. That's why it was on my list. It just didn't make the top three. No. That's okay. I would rate it like five. Not everything can make the top three. In fact, only the top three can make the top three. We'll get to that in a second. We did have some elevator music in this one. Yes. That's when, what I call it. Everyone calls it Gitchy Gitchy Goo. Yeah, Gitchy Gitchy Goo is the name of the song. I call it Bow Chicka Bow Wow. But that's when Perry was taking the chimney vader down from the roof to his lair and uh, ran into Santa. Santa might also make an appearance in our top three elements. That's just funny how Perry like smiles. Don't, <laughs> don't give away the top three. <laughs> I liked how when Perry was trapped by Dr. D when he went to go do this elaborate way of ridding the 57 messages from his girlfriend's voice, not voicemail, I guess it would be her answering machine with the large magnet. How it's an did- answering machine. I, get, I hear voicemails, not answering machines. What do you mean what's an answering machine? Exactly what I mean. Okay. So an answering machine is basically, do you know what a a cassette tape is? No. 
But you've heard about like taping something. You've heard that before, right? Yes. So it used to be that you would have this, it was magnetic tape. It was, it was this brown tape that it would run through this recorder and it would then be, be magnetized. And then you would record various things. That's what like a videotapes would use. And that's what there are also audio tapes. And so what they did was they connected a tape recorder to a telephone so that when the phone, the tape recorder would answer the phone and then a person could leave a message, you would record a message on the answering machine. Oh. And then at some point, and that's why he had the big magnet because you, with, a, with a magnet, you could put a magnet up against these tapes and they would get deleted because the... the or the simplest way... Wiped out. You could break into your girlfriend's house and then erase your moments such as no, there. No, I think breaking into the house seems like a bad idea. This was supposed a to be magnet, a non. It's it supposed to be a non-invasive way of getting rid of the incriminating messages. And getting a magnet. But yes, now we have voicemails, which are all digital. Anyway, so he was on his way to do that, and there's Perry trapped. But I like the way he got out of the trap. He. Sprayed the cheese spray. Yes, I named it that. And uh, then a mouse came out of the mouse hole like, cheese? Cheese. And then just started eating it. Yeah, he nibbled through the rope. Which again, mm, is tasty. a really roundabout way. Surely he's got some kind of saw. I mean, We've seen him use a saw to cut through an up. It's fine. I'm not complaining. One other observation. Or like, don't platypuses have like... Something on their bill, not bills, their feet. Their webbed feet? Yeah. I mean, I, they're webbed, not not yeah, bladed. But, yeah, but they can have like this like stinger. I don't think, thing. I don't think, I don't, I'm not a platypus expert, but I don't, <laughs> but I don't think so. I just saw it somewhere in the show that they had like a little thing out of their foot where, and I thought they could cut through the rope. It's, it's very possible, but I don't know for sure. I can't say what yes, and I can't say no. One way maybe. Or the other. Maybe. I'll say maybe. The other thing that's interesting, I always like to bring attention to when they keep in mind their internal continuity. And as Candace is leading Linda to the backyard to show her the finadroids and furbots right before Santa swings in and picks them up with a big magnet, she says, I know I've said this to you 19 times before, but this time is for real. And that is so close. That is such a specific number. But this is, as you know, for our our podcast, episode 18. So she's actually only done this in the context of the show 17 times before. So I feel like production-wise, they meant to maybe produce another show ahead of this one and didn't for some reason. And if they, because if they had, this would have been, in fact, the 20th story. And that 19 episode, 19 other times comment would have been accurate. Um, here's my theory. Either it, they built, they built stuff at school and Kansas found out about it. Or like in the beginning of summer, like the sec, the two days before, or one day before summer, they built something. Right. Well, that's possible too, Callie. Um. I guess we'll never know. Unless your name is Dan Pavenmeyer or Jeff Swampy Marsh and you're listening to this and you know the answer to the question, in which case we'll provide you an email address at the end of the episode to let us know. In the meantime, we're going to do our top three bits from this episode. Who's going to go first here, Callie? 
Uh, rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Rock, paper, paper scissors. scissors. Shoot. Scissors beats paper. Yeah. Ba-bam. My number three is uh, Dr. Doofenshmirtz does these little one-liners every once in a while, and they're usually pretty good. You got to think through them a little bit. The one in this episode was, as a lazy tailor would say, suit yourself. Yeah, yeah, we probably need some sound effect, sound effect board here. Callie, your number three. My number three was when they they all made the, the robots made like a little coffee station and they all drank it, and one of the robots wasn't getting any sleep, so he would like lay down in the bed, look at the clock, put it down. The reason, um, here's this is a little weird fat fun fact. I would usually like lay. If I want to fall asleep, I lay down in my bed, I daydream, and then I wake up in the morning, and I file in asleep. I think it'd be more accurate to say you night dream, or maybe just regular no, dream. No, my eyes. But were you're not open. day. If you're not day, but you're not daydreaming. But my eyes were open. But I'm you not fall, obviously dreaming. fall asleep. But I'm not dreaming. Okay, that was my number four. Callie's number three. My number two is when uh, Candace runs into the after she sees multiple Phineas and Ferb robots walk by. She runs into the backyard and she says, Phineas and Ferb, Phineas, Ferb, Phineas, Ferb, Ferbius, Finiferb. <laughs> and then she screams and runs down to her panic room. And that brings me to my number two, I guess. And she's like telling her mom what she saw. And, and then she's like, and elephant. At least I, that's what I heard. And then yeah, her she mom was naming like, all the things that she was seeing. I think it did sound like she said elephant. And then her mom was like, that's nice, Candace. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> and uh, I think we have a, our number one is they're very similar. So when Perry gets into the chimney vader to go down to his lair and Gitchy Gitchy Goo is playing there on the elevator music. Santa steps in. And then when he steps back, when Santa steps out, Perry just has this... Were you about to say Ferb? I was about to say Phineas. Perry has this... But I heard F. Yeah, Phineas also starts with a sound. Oh. Perry has this just this big grin on his face because he just saw Santa. And then... Of course, Santa shows up later in the episode, and once again, after he uh, rescues Perry, Perry just has this this big smile. He's just so happy to have seen Santa. Or he's just like, "I'm a good platypus." I was trying to I was trying to talk while grinning. So what was that? Was that also your number one, Callie? Um, when he picked up the magnet. Yeah. And and then just that whole thing. It's just funny to me, I guess. Because what did Dr. Doofenshmirtz say? Because he's dropping the magnet. He said, suit yourself. Dropped, he was dropping the magnet on Perry, and all of a sudden, Santa swings in with his sled and picks it up. And then he said something like, hey, that doesn't make any sense. It's in the middle of July. Apparently, that's all we have to say about this episode. So... I rate this song 10 out of 10. Again, if you are the creator of the episode or anybody else who wants to contact us, 
gmail.com. That's correct. I'm going to say that ten times fast, or try to. gmail.com. gmail.com. gmail. Good enough. And I did it two times. We would go out on Ferb's line, but for the first time since back on Flop Stars in episode eight, Ferb did not deign to leave us a line. So instead, we will just say so long, farewell, auf Wiedersehen, adieu. Kudos.